you're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com, where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, follow me on social media, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Thanks for joining me for episode 15, Popular Cards to Avoid. I'll talk about why you shouldn't sign up for popular credit cards, including Wells Fargo Propel and Amazon Visa. The rewards really aren't so impressive. Some personal and podcast updates. I'm recording on March 21st of 2020, now day five of mostly seclusion, hashtag stay at home. With this comes opportunity to use my time well, striking off to-do list items and also having leisure time. I plan to produce more episodes than usual, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, I'll be live streaming daily from YouTube, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with supporter of the show, Cakeology. Join us for laughs, helpful tips, and a chance to have your questions answered live. Visit his YouTube channel at Cakeology, C-A-K-E-O-L-O-G-I. More information can be found in the show notes. I also updated the design on my website, adding a search function, social media buttons, and other new features. On with today's topic. Day after day in various Facebook groups and websites, especially involving people new to credit, I see approvals for cards I wouldn't suggest or apply for myself, including the Wells Fargo Propel card, Amazon credit cards, City Costco Visa, and Chase Freedom Unlimited. People are brought in by what they think is great return from everyday spend, but such cards come with significant opportunity cost, and imagined returns aren't so great as people think. I've said many times on this podcast and elsewhere that focus on category returns or returns on everyday spend is absolutely the wrong focus, because sign-up bonuses and getting multiple cards will give a far more dramatic return on spend. We're talking easily more than $500 first-year value and often continued returns. It's an interesting revelation. Optimal credit card strategy can seem counterintuitive at first, as you shouldn't start with a question like, where do I spend the most, as many do. Category spend and everyday spend returns will not amount to much unless you're spending a high amount, and with so many cards giving two times points or 2% on everyday spend, even categories giving 5% back won't make much of a difference. The low spender especially benefits from working on sign-up bonuses, while high spenders, of course, will benefit more from category return. And even then, with so many cards, differences between 2x or 2% cards versus 4x or 4% usually won't be so great. Early in the credit card game, cards like Wells Fargo Propel, Chase Amazon Visa can be significant mistakes as they prevent you from getting more valuable Chase cards and cards with Barclays Bank, while also interfering with approvals for banks who are more inquiry sensitive, like US Bank and Bank of America. Even those who don't travel or don't travel much can get great value from cashing out Chase Ultimate Reward Points at one cent per point. But of course, there's more value in using Chase Points transferring to partners like Hyatt, United, and Southwest or even using their travel portal for 1.25 cents per point. Let's start with the Wells Fargo Propel card. The current offer advertised on Wells Fargo's site is 20,000 bonus points when you spend $1,000 in purchases for the first three months, a $200 cash value. 
The card also provides a low APR and balance transfer rate for 12 months and several 3x or 3% categories on dining, gas, streaming services, and travel, and a terrible 1% back on all other spend. A $200 sign-up bonus, especially early in the credit card game, is really poor. And again, 3% categories will very likely not amount to much, especially when comparing to other cards with comparable categories, even giving 2% on everyday spend, like the American Express Blue Business Cash or the City Double Cash. Low spenders, again, would be much better off putting the spend towards sign-up bonuses, getting a much better return than 3% on their money. As a higher spender and someone with many cards, I have other cards giving 4x on dining, 3x on travel, and 2% everywhere. Rideshare, too, is a bad category as discounts on Uber gift cards are common, even through online merchants. Simply buy online, 10% off or better, through various websites using a different credit card, preferably working on a sign-up bonus or high-spend goal, and upload the Uber gift card to your app. Really easy. Bonus points for using a shopping portal for an extra percent or more when you can. A low APR on the Wells Fargo Propel card also isn't interesting as so many cards offer a 0% intro APR. What's just one card better than Propel? The City Premier card currently has a sign-up bonus of 60,000 points, which are worth $750 towards airfare using the City Travel Portal. Points can also be cashed out at one cent per point for a whopping $600. The card has a $95 annual fee, but you're still well ahead in year one, and will also enjoy categories giving 3x on gas and travel. Year two presents an interesting opportunity, as City, at least for me, effectively waived the annual fee with a retention offer, so I kept the card with hopes to get another City card, earning points after my second year with the card. City, after all, has a rule of only getting one thank you point earning card every 48 months. One can also product change or downgrade the City Premier to the City Double Cash, for a no annual fee 2% everywhere card. Propel can be better later in the credit card game, much later, especially if paired with other Wells Fargo cards, but I'm not impressed by the card early on, and especially not with a 20,000 point sign-up bonus. Outside City, as I've suggested before, American Express and Chase have much better options, especially with their business cards. Next, the Amazon Chase Visa is popular, but like the Propel card, is unimpressive. The Chase version of the card is far weaker than the American Express version because it appears on your personal credit report, preventing and delaying you from getting other, more valuable cards, especially with Chase. Its sign-up bonus is very weak at only $150 in March of 2020, even lower, it seems, for people who don't have Amazon Prime. Prime members get 5% back in the form of Amazon credits following Amazon and Whole Foods purchases. The card also gives 2% back at restaurants, drugstores, and gas stations. Nothing special here. How much do you expect to spend on Amazon in one year? Even with 5% back on $500 in spend a month, you get $300 for a $450 gain in the first year, but there are other considerations. I reflect on a time where I shopped much more on Amazon through their subscribe and save and Amazon Fresh services, but today I almost never order groceries through Amazon because I find much better deals elsewhere, namely through grocery reward programs, gaining points, through spending, purchasing gift cards. Even then, for those who do not buy many gift cards at grocery stores, you're locked into Amazon and may have better opportunities elsewhere. In recent weeks, I had an American Express offer to save 10% off on all purchases at Lowe's up to $1,000 in spend. 
It's a very trivial matter, taking very little time, to buy $1,000 in Amazon gift cards at Lowe's, taking a slight detour on a usual drive as Lowe's locations are common. I also had a Chase offer to save at Staples, another Amazon gift card seller, CVS, and Walgreens. December of 2019 also had a deal, a 10% rebate on a now seemingly discontinued Happy Brand gift card usable at Lowe's, of course, which allows one to buy Amazon gift cards. Walgreens, too, often has gift card deals which pair with other offers. This doesn't take much effort or research. Just simply follow doctorofcredit.com and giftcardgalore.com for these common deals. That's just the tip of the iceberg on Amazon savings far exceeding 5%. The City Costco visa is extraordinarily lackluster, with no sign-up bonus, only 2% back at Costco, 3% back on dining and travel, nothing impressive there, and 4% back on gas. The card is easily outclassed by Wells Fargo Propel, and that's quite interesting since Wells Fargo Propel is really lacking, as I described. The 4% gas category isn't too far away from 3% on Propel, 3x on Premier, 2% on various other cards, and, once again, likely won't amount to much for many spenders. Citi could do much better offering a better return on Costco spend and offering something like a $100 store certificate. Something. Also, you can save on gas using discounted gift cards. I commonly use category cards at grocery stores, buying gift cards, and gas cards are an option. The chasing cash as well, usable at Staples and Office Max, can give you 5x back on cards and you can pair with other offers. If you have a strong credit profile, you can do much better than this Costco card. For those new to credit or rebuilding, I'll talk in a future episode about starter cards and what you can do to improve your credit. Finally, the overrated Chase Freedom Unlimited, currently a $200 cashback signup bonus or 20,000 points when combined with other Chase cards, 0% intro APR for 12 months, much better than other cards I mentioned in this episode, and 1.5% cashback on all spend or 1.5 times points on all spend. I find the Chase Freedom to be a much better choice for people who have credit scores in the high 600s to low 700s who want to establish a relationship with Chase while also getting an okay card. Freedom, though, comes with rotating 5x categories, which will likely offer more than 1.5x on the Freedom Unlimited for low spenders. For those with credit scores in the mid 700s or better, they'll likely get much more value from the Chase Sapphire Preferred, World of Hyatt card, Southwest cards, and the Chase Inc. business cards. Those who really want the 1.5x on all spend can get this from the Chase Inc. Unlimited, which comes with a much higher sign-up bonus and doesn't take up a 524 slot. Either way, the 1.5x won't amount to much for low spenders. As always, I'm here to help you find good credit cards and get a big return for your spend rather than marginal returns on everyday spend or categories which don't amount to much. Convenience and apathy often comes with significant cost. I'm here to inspire you to make the little effort to maximize returns, not to just save a few dollars, but to gain dramatic returns from credit card rewards deploying a strategic plan. Even if you're not in the game of managing 20 cards like me, you can do far better than cards like Propel, with one new card even every two years. But of course, I'd suggest a much more aggressive approach. Start small with just one new card and build over time. It doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing, high-speed approach. And, as Cakeology says, there's no overnight sensation with winning the credit card lottery to get hundreds of thousands in credit lines and benefits in a short time. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content.
Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube at Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. Like my Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast Facebook page, follow HG Travel Podcast on Twitter, and follow Justin Vakula on Instagram. Schedule a free 15-minute consultation with full-time business coach and YouTuber Cakeology, who can help you formally establish your business, build business credit, and get premium business credit cards. When you select from various paid services after the free consultation, I will receive credit for referring you. Listen to Cakeology on episode 12 of my podcast. Visit my other podcast project at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day.